I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of your Business Boost podcast. Now we're told as business owners, as we're building our businesses, that those who market well win. And sadly, there are way too many super talented service providers who are struggling to grow their businesses because they're just not natural born marketers. And this is something that overwhelms a lot of people. And if you are one of those people, or if marketing is just one of those things that like you always just put in the too hard basket, maybe throw a few social media posts up and hope for the best, then you are going to get so much out of today's action-packed episode. I am going to be chatting to one of my business buddies, Jane Hilston. Jane is the founder of Dragonfly Marketing and the How to Do Marketing Academy. Jane has supported hundreds of small business owners just like you make good decisions about their marketing and ensure that their marketing activity delivers a really healthy ROI for their businesses. The thing that I love so much about Jane is that she is the real deal. She is realistic. She's really authentic in her approach and she is of the belief that we really do overcomplicate this and the best strategies are actually the simple ones. And I am here for that, especially for so many of us who this stuff doesn't come naturally. The thing that I love about Jane is that she just, she draws back the curtain and demystifies what we need to do, where those I where those opportunities are, um, how we can leverage them, and more importantly, how important it is to tie our marketing activity to our business goals because so many business owners put marketing in just like a separate box. Um, but you know, as you will as you will hear in our chat, Jane talks about how vital it is that this acti- activity stems from the goals of our business, what our objectives are for our business as opposed to what all the cool kids are doing on social media. And we all, I think, get pulled down into that trap. Jane's energy and positivity is absolutely infectious. And I know that you're going to walk away from this chat with bucket loads of tips to make marketing easy and doable. So make sure you have your notebook or your uh, notes app on your phone at the ready because there is just nuggets of gold left, right and center in this chat. So sit back and enjoy my chat with Jane Hilsden. Hey, Jane, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks so much for inviting me on. Oh, look, I need it. I, I, you know, I've been 
at you for ages about coming on and, and sharing your wisdom with my listeners because you know how to do marketing. You are the woman in my world who absolutely knows how to do marketing. And as business owners, we're told as we're building our businesses that those who market well win. But often uh, it's not something that comes naturally to so many of us. You know, I see so many incredibly brilliant women who are excellent at their craft, at their thing, but they just, they're not comfortable marketing themselves. They put it in the too hard basket or they think, you know, I've looked after my social media, tick, that's marketing done. So I would love to just extract all the goodness from from your brain and and just get a little bit more of an insight from you in terms of how we can make marketing easy get it out of the too hard basket oh I love that I love that Um, because we know that when things sit in the too hard basket or when we're overwhelmed by the idea of a task then it just doesn't get done particularly in small business when we're wearing so many hats we can't afford for things to be difficult um, so I am very passionate about making um, marketing easy and simple for small businesses. And the way that we do that is, first of all, we've, we've got a framework in place that we have used for years, whether we're teaching businesses how to do marketing or whether we're actually doing the marketing for businesses, um, we will always start by laying out a marketing strategy and a plan because when you have considered um, what your business objective is, who your target audience is, who are the perfect customers for your business, what makes you different from your competitors and other alternatives in the market and how you solve your customers' problems, when we know that intimately, we can make really quick and confident decisions with so much clarity. So I think where a lot of people get overwhelmed is because they go, okay, I'm going to go and do marketing, but where do I start? Like, what channel do I use? How much money do I spend? Who, you know, who do I actually include in my Facebook advertising audience? Do I advertise in this magazine or do I not advertise in this magazine? Like, How do I know that my marketing investment is actually going to drive a return? All these questions can be answered by simply having a clear marketing strategy or a game plan in place. So that makes decision-making easier. That gives you confidence. That gives you clarity around how you're going to approach your marketing. And then two more things that I I would suggest Find a system for your implementation. Once you've got the strategy, find a system that works for you. So a really easy example of this is if if social media is something that is going to be part of your marketing implementation, work out a system that works for you in terms of your timing. Can you sit down at the beginning of a month or the beginning of of a week and plan out and schedule your social media content? Can you sit down at the beginning of a month and plan out your weekly newsletter and sit down and batch that activity so that you're just doing it once, you're doing it when you're in the headspace, when you haven't got any other meetings or phone calls, and then it's done for the month. That's just a really example. There are other, 
a really good example of it, but there are other ways that we can put systems in place. And then the third thing is to measure it. So we want, if you're going to do the marketing, if you're going to plan it out, if you're going to spend the money, if you're going to um, actually spend the time putting these systems and, and this implementation in place, then measure it to see if it's working. That can do two things. It can motivate you to no end because you're tracking the momentum of that and then tracking your sales and how that actually all ties in. But two, if things aren't going to plan, it can help you optimise or tweak your marketing implementation so that it does you know, so that it does work and that you're, you are getting the most from it. So plan it, have a system to implement it and measure it. Yep. And, I mean, you, you know, this is all music to my ears. You're, you know, you are just, you, we are totally on the same page with this sort of stuff because this is the same with all areas of business, right? Like it is, it's having a plan and, um, you know, your podcast I absolutely love and something that you mentioned quite a bit in, in your podcast is about tying your business, like your marketing activity to the business goals. Mm. Because a lot, again, this is a, a something where I see people go a little bit off course because it's like they they sort of look at marketing in isolation, like it's just yeah. thing that needs to be done, this beast that needs to be fed. And I'd love to talk a little bit more about that um, because, you know, I feel like this is probably the missing link when people are getting in the headspace of, of you know, doing marketing, you know, that random non-strategic stuff um, that leads nowhere except to, as, you, as you've mentioned, like frustration and overwhelm. Um, yeah. yeah. So, ha- so how do, wh- where do we go with this? Mm, okay. This is a really, really good point. And again, something that we're really, really passionate about. So um, what we never, ever want to see, particularly with a small business, but even for a large business, is marketing sitting over in its own little silo, you know, looking pretty and having fun and, you know, isn't it great that all of these reels are attracting all of this attention? (laughs) But what's it like? What's a reel? Like, how does that actually help us achieve our business objectives? Like, yeah, okay, lots of people are finding these entertaining. How's that actually putting a dollar in our bank? You know, so... So for, for me, I've always been really, really conscious about making sure that no time is wasted. As a small business, we don't want to waste time. We don't want to waste money. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is to apply focus. So how we apply focus is we go, okay, as a business, what is it that we're trying to do? What is our main business priority? Now, business priority, business objective, business goal, whatever you choose to call it in your, your marketing plan, but there's there's obviously several that, that you, can, you can focus on. What I tell my clients is let's just focus on one. For the 12 months that we're actually focusing on this marketing plan, mm-hmm. let's just focus on one, maybe two. So that business Sorry, goal. Dane, can, can I interrupt? Why 12 months? What's the the methodology behind twelve months? Like- oh, that's just that's just the planning process that we do for a marketing strategy. Is yep. we will look over the course of twelve months. Honestly, longer than twelve months is um, you start to become into kind of the the territory of the unknown. Yes, so much can change. Mm-hmm. This is top line strategy for twelve yep. months. 
Okay. We can then break that top line strategy down into 90 days, down into 30 days. Honestly, depending on your business cycle, yeah. Um, but I think if we're going to actually put together a strategy, 12 months is kind of a nice yeah. period. Yeah. 12 months is also like enough to, to um, witness a full business cycle and all yes. the seasons within yes. a cycle. Mm-hmm. So whether your business is linked to physical weather seasons, you know, in hospitality and things like that, mm-hmm. they have very, very busy summer seasons. They have very, very quiet winter seasons. So yep. we want to actually see and we want to plan out how the marketing is going to plan for those seasons. Because one of the yeah. things that marketing can do is help you to even out cash flow yeah. or to recognise that, okay, we've got a winter season we need to be using and leveraging as much as we can in the summer season to build the war chest for winter. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, and I'm assuming with the 12 month plan, it's like you're giving stuff time to land and to actually see results rather than the, you know, the fizzy drinks that, that, you know, that you can get get an engagement, we can get engagement on a reel in in five seconds. Yeah. Um, but we want to see how um, a persistent presence on Instagram, you know, makes a difference here, here and here, as well as the bottom line and at yeah. what point. Yes. So, so 12 months allows us to do that. Plus, when we first start working with a business, mm-hmm. often we have to address foundations before we get into the exciting stuff. Yeah. So we might need to actually reconcile their brand and their brand touch points and go, do you know what? We've just, in the strategy, we've just outlined that these people are your target audience, that this is your this is your um, unique point of difference. This is where we're going to position your brand. Mm. I'm looking at your touch points now and that's not telling that story visually. You know, perhaps we need to update that brand. Perhaps we need to just adjust it. There might be a tagline tweak. There might be a colourway tweak, whatever it might be. Yeah, it might be fine. The brand yeah. might be absolutely fine, but there's that reconciliation of let's match the brand to the strategy. Yeah. And then it might be the website. So we're like, okay, the business objective is to, for example, increase profit. Mm-hmm. And in uh, um, I'm running a My Bloody Great Marketing Plan program at the moment. And we had this module a couple of weeks ago where I said to them, right, pick one business priority. This was really, really hard for them to do because when I put up on the slide all the different business priorities, increase revenue, you know, position ourselves on customer service, there can be so many different business priorities. Increase profit. Well, increase profit was one of them because one of the businesses was like, I actually don't want to go out and get more customers until I'm actually really certain that the profitability and the viability of the products and services that we offer. So then that's looking at your marketing mix, product, Mm. price, place, promotion. You're looking at product and price there. Don't, whatever you do, don't go out and start, you know, spending tens of thousands of dollars on your promotion when your product's not bloody profitable. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is why strategy is so important. So, So in her case, it was to become profitable. So when we're looking at marketing goals, it's not necessarily around driving, you know, huge awareness and revenue at this point. We're actually looking at how can we really make sure that we're getting the right type of customer to your business? 
one that's going to value the fact that you are going to be charging slightly more than your competitors to make sure that profitability is there. Mm. The pricing strategy looks like it will be a value-based, a, a value price, <laughs> excuse me, price um, strategy. Yes. So, so that's when we go cost plus margin plus perceived value. So we need to make sure that in our marketing, we're focusing on communicating where that value is. You know, this is not a commodity. We're not going head to head price wise here. We are positioning ourselves as a premium offering because profit is our priority. Yeah. So in our marketing goals and and implementation, we then match that as opposed to just going, every business wants to increase their revenue. Every business wants to do this. Let's go and try and meet all of these 10 business you know, priorities, because I can guarantee if you do that way, you won't meet any of them. Yeah, that's such an incredible insight. And that I think is like, you know, just if the listeners are listening, it's like that is pivotal. Like it's so, so important. You know, it's like that slinging spaghetti at the wall and just seeing what sticks and yeah Yeah. the more focused we are um you know that that focus is you know where the attention goes energy flows and that's what grows as well I'm a huge believer um so so I mean I think you've sort of answered the question but I'm gonna ask like what do you see as the most common mistakes that small business owners make when it comes to their marketing Um, there's a few, but I would say the most common mistake is to not start with that initial consideration. Mm -hmm. Do you know what? A marketing plan, and this is the, the premise of my bloody great marketing plan, it does not have to be complex. It does not have to be large. It does not have to be, um, particularly complicated. It has to be simple. Now, if you get us to do a marketing strategy for you, it will be incredibly considered and there will be a lot of work that goes into that mm. because we're marketers and we've been doing it for 25 years. That's yes. our thing. We're not going to yep. hand you a, you know, a, a, a one-pager, but we can certainly show you how to create a one-pager um, and that's all it needs to be. If you are, you know, if you're attempting this yourself, yeah, just take the time to sit down and work out what is your business priority. You know, tie your marketing goals to that business priority. Sit down and have the biggest think that you can about your customer. And I would say, make the effort to go out and ask your customers questions where you don't know the answer so that you understand the world from your customer's view Mm -hmm. and you're not just planning your marketing from your point of view. Because no matter you know, no matter what you are and who you might think is is in your target market, you as the business owner have the lens of, I need to make sales yep. or I need to increase profit or I need to achieve some sort of objective. Yep. And that's really easy. That will come across in your marketing if you don't sit down and see the world from your customer's point of view and go, well, okay, I need to make sales, but the only way I'm going to make sales is by actually turning up to my customer with a solution to their problem. Their problem. The solution to their problem is not the fact that I need to make sales, so come yeah. and buy my product. Or I have this thing that I want to I've got this push, thing and it's push out features. into the world. Yeah, I've created this really pretty amazing product and it's like yeah but does and look this is unfortunately a conversation that I, you know, I have with people when you know because 
you know, entrepreneurs love a bright, shiny object and it's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I've heard something about, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I will always say, why? Right. Like, what for? And has anyone asked you for this? Like, where, where are you? Oh, but I saw, and you know, I think, you know, like things like, you know, that get bandied around, like tiny offers and, and, you know, all that sort of thing. And I'm just like, but is anyone going to buy this yeah. from you? There's- ultimately. <laughs> That's right. Like the, the, particularly at the product stage, yeah. have you done a minimal viable product? You right. know, have you actually proved that there is a demand for that product? Because you might think that's a really good idea, but just go out and ask, and don't ask your mum, like go out yeah, and yeah. ask some people <laughs> that represent your target audience or yeah. who you think your target audience is mm. and see if that if that is something that they would buy. I love Seth Godin in his book, This Is Marketing. He uses this awesome, um, I guess it's a parable or example of when you're creating products, um, think about the fact that a drowning person out in the back of the ocean does not, you don't need to use Facebook ads to get that drowning person to accept your life-saving boy. That is gold. I love that. I've not heard that before. Oh my god! And he describes it much better than I do. But it's but it's so true. And so I constantly say, "Who are your drowning people? And what (laughs) is your life saving boy?" Oh wow! Because marketing marketing is about letting people know about the life saving boy. So if you think of the marketing, that's like. All the marketing, say for example, on that 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 scenario on the beach, the marketing is that we see the lifeguards all dressed in yellow, and we see yeah. the rubber duckies, and we see the life-saving boys that are all over the the you know the um, guard station and the and and the beach, you know, and and in key points of the beach, you see all of the life-saving boys. So everybody knows what the life-saving boy and what the life-saving brand is in yeah. Australia. That's red and yellow. Yep. But when you're drowning out the back and you see the lifesaver on the rubber ducky with the lifesaving boy come to, you've got the brand awareness. You know what that product is because you've seen the marketing on the beach. Yeah. And then you go, yes, this is the product that I need. Of course, yes. I'm going to need, I'm going to grab that. So. Well- not the influencer in her bikini um, slinging money at Facebook. We're not going to trust get more, To get there. more followers, Jane, that is such a brilliant example and it's so simple. Anyone can understand that and, and you know, that's what I love so much about you is how you, you simplify this and even the fact that you have created a product called My Bloody Great Marketing Plan. It's <laughs> So it's so you. Um, can you just can you talk about that a, a bit? I know that it's um, it, it you're launching that sort of soon. So can you just yeah. tell the list because we've talked we've come up a couple of times. They're probably going, "What is this bloody what great is marketing, bloody marketing plan?" Great marketing that she, plan? That she yeah. Of? yeah. Why does she keep swearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I swear a lot, so that's probably why there's a swear word in the title. No, not really. It, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, it, it is a bloody great marketing plan because it, it will save you a bloody great deal of money and a bloody great deal of, of time. Yeah. Um, and it's just simple. It's straightforward and, and it's simple and that's all it needs to be. Mm. So this is a six-week program. I actually, I'm in the middle of running the first one. We're actually we're up to module five. So we've almost finished the first, the first um 
program. Yep. And essentially, it is literally just showing businesses how to easily create that, that one-page plan. Now, of course, to get the one-page plan, there's a lot more consideration that goes in behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So so we look at, like, say, for example, in the first module, do you know one of the biggest blocks that a lot of people have? Like you say that most people are really overwhelmed when it comes to the idea of marketing. Mm -hmm. So we address that mindset. We look at those those mindsets like I'm not creative or marketing doesn't work or my business doesn't need marketing or, you know, all of these, or I can't do marketing. So we look at all of those mindsets because people come with these preconceived ideas that marketing is for the creatives or for the people who are, you know, a bit more artistic or, or whatever. It's not, you know, it, it's a really straightforward um, problem-solving solution. Um, it's certainly, in my opinion, nowhere near as confusing as accounting and finance. Oh, my gosh. But even like what you said about the super complicated marketing plans that, I mean, I remember doing, I mean, this is like a million years ago when I did marketing um, at, at TAFE. And, I mean, it took the whole year to to do the freaking plan. Like it was well, so so complicated yeah that's because a lot of the the bigger larger institutions are teaching it at a corporate level yeah and you don't need all that corporate Mm. stuff like for a small business you just don't need all of those considerations you download a template off off google half of that stuff is just not relevant do you Mm. know what i mean like there's some key factors that are relevant um and and that's literally boils down to you know matching your marketing goals to your business objectives understanding who your customer is and and these are the modules that that we go through um mapping out your marketing ecosystem so once we've kind of got our considerations business objectives marketing goals you know how we're going to differentiate ourselves what's the market we're operating in etc then we take a real deep dive into who the customer is um and there's a whole bonus module that shows you how to actually go out and get customer insight and how to go get and get customer research but then we plan out your marketing ecosystem so this is another mistake that some small businesses can make a lot of the time when we're just showing up say for example in the social media feed Mm -hmm. the marketing ecosystem is designed to take people on a journey from making them aware of you to getting them to engage with you some people might know this as the no like trust yeah to then driving them to a point of conversion which is sales making that sale to then driving repeat business, to then driving brand advocacy. That's our marketing journey. And we call that a marketing ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So when we've actually put those strategic um, considerations in place, then we actually say, okay, for every step of that marketing journey, what marketing are we going to do? And we're not just going to focus on the awareness, which is the fun social media, let's do a reel. Yes. If we are doing a reel, how is that, how is that, where does that sit within the ecosystem? And then what else do we have in place to drive people from being entertained by that reel to being engaged with us more as a business to then feeling confident enough to buy? So a point of conversion, a really good example of that is perhaps your website. And even if you don't sell on your website, it could be that you're getting people to call you or contact you via contact form. Is your website optimised for that engagement? Like, are you just having a massive party and looking fabulous on Instagram 
And then people get to your website and like, what the hell do you do? Like, and how do I contact you? And I don't know, like I, I thought you did this, but I don't know. I can't tell from your website. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. looking at all of those key points because mm. there's no point spending all that beautiful time and money up in Instagram mm. and all your fun things if you're then driving them to a website that they're confused and they'll they'll bounce off. So yeah. consider those every step of the of the way and how you're going to drive people to to where you, where they need to be. Yeah. And then we do look at a bit of content planning because that that's typically not a marketing planning thing, but it's yeah. going to be such a big part of your implementation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have a whole module on measurement where I just, you know, spend the whole hour in heaven because I love showing people how to measure their marketing. You love a measurement. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, tracking. I mean, it's, you know, it's so powerful. Knowledge, having that data is, and the knowledge is is power and that in you know you yeah. talked earlier about how we can yeah optimize and adjust where where need be and I think that's so so important rather than just flying blind and you know it always worries me when people are doing stuff I'm like well how do you know how it's going when, if yeah. you're not measuring and tracking one. yeah right. and, and with those measurements they're all mapped to that cusp that marketing journey mm. which is all mapped to the marketing goals so it's not just measuring stuff for the sake of measuring it. Like all yes. those measurements are mapped to your game plan and your implementation. Fabulous. It sounds amazing. Well, um, I'm going to include links on how to find out more information about that because I, yeah, I love it. And I was really intrigued and you kept, yeah, dropped it in a couple of times. I was like, let's talk about it. Because I'm sure <laughs> as a listener, they're probably going, what is she talking about? Um, so we touched on, you know, the fact that you are, you know, sort of moving into this um, more education space. So, so you know, you'll obviously run the, the traditional agency, the done-for-you work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess from a, from a business perspective, I would love to hear um, how that came about, like your move away from the done-for-you or, or not doing as much of it to more of an education model. So I'm, I'm just wondering if you'd mind sharing, you know, what brought it on and how, and how it's going as well. Yeah, 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 good question. Um, we're still doing quite a bit of the done for you um, because there's so much demand for it. No, I was wondering how you would ever oh. totally stop doing that because of yeah just because of the brilliant work that you're doing well and it's and there are some okay so so basically what I've worked out is the the small businesses so so there's micro businesses and there's small business I would say the small business um you know the kind of five to twenty people um I don't know 10 million plus turnover or whatever Mm. they're not they 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 don't necessarily unless they've actually got a marketing assistant in place they, they're actually at the stage where they're like, do you know what? You just do it. We, we've got the capacity to pay someone to do it and we just want to pay an expert to do it. Yeah. Um, so, so they will always opt for that, do yep. it for you. Yep. They'll get us to do the strategy and us to do the implementation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll just get us to do the strategy and the detail that we put in the strategy, it literally is a document that people can pick up and anyone can read it. Anyone yeah. can understand it. Anyone can understand the instructions. And it's, mm. you know, it is literally that roadmap. So not a marketing expert could could follow it, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So we always know our small business clients are generally not marketing experts. Otherwise, we 
probably wouldn't be there. Sometimes they've got a bit of knowledge. Um, then the how to do marketing is kind of designed, the education, the reason why we started this is because we had so many micro businesses who were asking us for our help, but they couldn't afford us to actually do that strategy or do that implementation. for. And to be honest, like I, I wouldn't warrant it. Like I'm part of our strategy and planning is budgeting. And so we're, we're, we're across your numbers in, as in your business going, okay, well, what's your revenue? What, what are you looking to do there? Okay, that does, really doesn't justify paying us to do the marketing for you. Like I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. But you do need to do marketing. So we saw an opportunity to perhaps create a product that didn't, that still showed them the strategic art, I guess, of, 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 of good marketing. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have to pay us to, to do it. So, so we're finding a, a, a lot more micro businesses and some small businesses as well, where they've just got an extra resource. It's not yeah. generally the, the business owner of a, okay. of a larger business. Mm-hmm. It's generally someone who's a bit keen on marketing, whether it be an admin assistant yeah, like or manager or the EA. Yeah, or part-time someone, like someone who's a bit keen to, to get involved and they're doing it yeah. um, to, to learn how, how to do that marketing. So the the planning, you know, there's a billion social media marketing courses out there. That's that's not the space that we're sitting in. Yeah. We're showing business owners how they can actually leverage and get the best bang from their overall marketing buck. And I think it's really important too for small businesses to learn, particularly for regional areas, and, and we're based regionally, yeah. have loads of regionally based clients as well as metro clients. But I think it's really important for businesses to know too that it's not just about social media marketing. There is mm. so much more to marketing. And the clients that we work with, we have a really diverse range of marketing tactics that are filling our marketing ecosystem. Yeah. And it's not just social media. So you know, there's there's there is definitely a role for social media. It's certainly very effective in small business, but there's a lot of other things that people can be doing as well. Yeah, and I love that you're yeah that you're an advocate for all of that. That you know, there's multiple solutions for depending on the different types of businesses. Yeah. So so are you? Yeah, I mean, ha- like, are you happy with the way that it that the blend of still doing that? done for you work and the education space like is that from a business point of view Mm. um I look I've I've done the done for you for many 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 like over 20 years yeah um so I'm not so much on the tools that so I, I sit and I'll do a lot of that strategy work and then I've got um, a fabulous team member, Sophie, who does a lot of the implementation and then a team of, of, of contractors. Yeah. Um, I love the strategy side. I'm not so keen about be sitting there doing social media social posts media anymore. Posts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The education side is all quite new. So um, as I said, there's so many social media, how to do an Instagram reel and et cetera, the tactical stuff. Mm. forging into the space of teaching businesses how to be strategic with their marketing, there's not a lot of people doing that. And I know even when we do the do-it-for-you marketing, I don't think there's a lot of marketing agencies or consultancies who are actually putting so much emphasis on the strategy either. 
Mm-hmm. So this is kind of quite new for businesses. So when businesses think of marketing, they think of a website, they think of a Facebook page, they might think of a print ad, they think of the tactics, yep. but they don't necessarily think of the strategy and the plan. So for us to show up in that space with a product, an education product around that, you know, it's 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 educating people a little bit about why that's valuable, why that's that's that should be something that they invest in before they start doing all of the fun stuff. Well, yeah. this is fun, obviously, for us. But yes, that's fun for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun like, when you save a bucket load of money because oh you're doing God, marketing. Yes, that, and and when I'm sure smart. you know you, it would be very satisfying for you to get those penny drop moments when you oh. know, like, and I, and I bet yours are around the metrics and the measuring. I bet that you know when you see that and and just the the transform the transformative impact that it has on these businesses it's yeah and and the customer focus so that's a big one as well there's not a lot of marketing agencies that seem to have such a um focus on that customer research so part of our marketing strategy process is we have a whole section devoted to customer research so when we do it for businesses we go out and do that customer research and to be honest the aha moments Mm. always around the customer insight people are like oh I did not know that. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh my gosh. Is that how they think? Is that what they do? Is that what they said? That's so many penny drop moments there. Yeah. Amazing. Because they would, they would just probably, I imagine, been a bit too scared to do that. It's like, oh, I don't know if I want to know what everyone really thinks. But again, there's knowledge, knowledge, there's power in that knowledge. So hundred percent. Yeah, that's really great. So look, I'm I'm all about action. And I I, I guess I, I want to ask, like, if you could give the listeners like just the one next step, the thing that they could do today or this week that's going to give their marketing efforts a boost, what would it be? I would say if there's just one thing to do, I would actually say go out and get to know your customer. So don't assume. I mean, with a lot of businesses who've been in business for a long time, there's probably a really good, strong, healthy, innate knowledge. But as as I said, that really gets mixed with our personal opinions of what our customers should think because we want them to behave in a certain way. Go out and ask your customers questions. And I, you know, there's there's, um, a couple of episodes on the How to Do Marketing show that suggest that go through how to um how to go and ask these questions how what questions you should ask I think I've actually got an episode where I tell you 10 of the questions that you should ask or that you should know about your customers just go out and just even if you're picking up the phone even if you're saying tomorrow when my customers you know with 10 customers that walk into my store or into my office I'm going to ask them these 10 questions or five questions one question that we ask in Every market, every customer research project we do is when it comes to social media, what channels do you use to our customers, to, to, the, to our clients' customers? And it's amazing what comes back. And it's amazing how many business owners are amazed by what comes back. Because trust me, if you're not on Instagram, You'd like to think that nobody else is on Instagram and you don't want to be doing Instagram when you're not in Instagram. But if your customers are on Instagram, you need to be there. Yep. Yep. Spot on. Be where they be where they are. So that's good. Yes. Know thy customer intimately. Yes. 
Yeah. I love it. Um, Jane, one final question that's got yeah. nothing to do with marketing. I always <laughs> like to, I always ask our guests um, to leave the listeners with one recommendation of something that you've watched, read, listened to, eaten, somewhere you've been to, something that's going to boost our business or our life. Yes. What is your recommendation? Um. I would say there is an excellent, I was going to say I, I could recommend This Is Marketing, the book by Seth Godin because it. <laughs> well, if there's nuggets of gold like that, it's the, a, the drowning person story. It's, I, it's, <laughs> it's a winner. Like it's the Bible. So Seth Godin has written many, many books. Yeah. Um, I reckon this is like the synopsis. This is like the, the summary of all his gold that he shares in that book. Mm-hmm. I'd say if if you really are interested in getting your head around marketing, um, go and read that that book. Okay, awesome, love it. Um, so where can the listeners get more Jane in their lives? How can we connect with you? Well, um, you can. There's a, there's a few different ways. If you want to actually get some ideas and some more inspiration around marketing, if you go to howtodomarketing.com.au slash 50 things, there's 50 ideas. So last year, at the end of the year, I went through and said, what are all the things that we did with our clients this year at a strategy, implementation and measurement level? And I put them into a, a resource. So go and download that. Um, or you can come and um, follow us at How To Do Marketing Academy on Instagram and I'm Jane Hilsden on LinkedIn. Fabulous. I will put all those links in the show notes. And um, also Jane has an fabulous, it's one of my must-listen podcasts um, called, it's it's called The How To Do Marketing Show, isn't it? That's, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so if, yeah pop that on your on your listening list as well because it's uh just packed full of gold really practical tactics that we can use as business owners I absolutely love it so Jane thank you for sharing your brilliance with us today it's been fantastic I've loved having you here thanks so much for having me I've loved our chat Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.